0: Today, we're watching Star Trek, The Next Generation. The Enterprise is tasked with a top secret mission bring a legendary Betazoid psychic to make first contact with a newly discovered alien. The only problem? It's in the heart of Romulan claimed space.
1: From April 21st, 1990, it's season three, episode 20 Tin Man, or mind your own business. <laughs>
0: Jesus. <laughs> I'm Cam. That's Dan. And uh this is a psychic wasteland.
1: It's a psychic wasteland. <laughs>
0: or something, oh, Daniel.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this appearance from the delightful Harry Groner. Mm.
0: I mean, he did very well. It was oh, absolutely. He, did, he was fantastic. He's a
1: goddamn delight. I mean, He's John Delancey level delightful. He is. He truly is.
0: And I loved, I mean, the, there, were, there were great things to like about the plot. And I mean, the ship design from the outside was great.
1: It reminded me of the Doomsday Machine from the outside. Yeah. A lot. Right? I thought for a second, I was like, are they going to bring back the Doomsday Machine? No. I really no. wanted that planet-destroying thing that looks like it belongs in James and the Giant Peach.
0: <laughs> it's a planet-destroying churro.
1: Mmm,
0: delicious um but yeah is that you know you know <laughs> tell me what you loved about this episode dan that's about you tell Besides me what the happened it first? no yes no
1: yeah <laughs> the people at home need <laughs> to know. know about this dangerous betazoid who was once a <laughs> patient Like, wow, way to stigmatize mental health. (laughs) I don't think it's stigmatized. Cameron, what's the one thing we're not allowed to talk about on the show? My stint in a mental institution. And why is that? I mean... Because Star Trek goes out of its way to stigmatize my stint in a mental institution.
0: I I disagree, and would love to talk about your stint in a mental institution. Mostly, was it helpful?
1: I met Captain Janeway there, and she was not very nice. I may have just had some <sighs> ketamine in my system while I was watching Orange is the New Black, but... Uh, was she speaking with a Russian dialect?
0: There you go. There you go.
1: <laughs> Makes more sense.
0: Okay, here's the thing. On start at 43779.3... The Enterprise brings aboard the Betazoid Federation mission a- n- n- emissary Tam Elbrun and takes him to a distant star system. Elbrun, who Deanna Troi has previously known, has a history of mental instability due to his prodigy-level powers as a Betazoid. Um, his unique skills are first used to contact situations with alien life. Apparently Betazoid's only come into their powers when they're teenagers just like the x-men on this particular mission Elbrun's abilities are needed to try and coax a giant sentient spaceship codenamed tin man away from the ship that is away from a star that is about to go supernova it also comes to light that the star is in a romulan claimed area of space and that this is a race to claim the ship Elbrun finds it impossible to filter out the thoughts of the enterprise crew but finds solace in meeting lieutenant data Lieutenant Commander Data, by whom Elbrun is initially puzzled, finding what he calls an absence of mind. He finds it relieving, and develops a friendship with Data, who, being an artificial life form, has no organic mind to read. When they arrive, the Enterprise is attacked and disabled by a Romulan warbird that has overly stressed its engines to catch up to them. The Romulans race ahead to try and communicate with the Tin Men. When Elbrun gleans from the Romulans telepathically that they intend to destroy it if they can't claim it... He sends Tin Man a telepathic warning. It suddenly comes to life and emits an energy wave that destroys the warbird and further damages the Enterprise. Elbrun, now in communication with the Tin Man, reveals that it calls itself Gomtu. The creature is millennia old and formerly had a crew, but they were lost in a radiation accident. Due to a combination of remorse, loneliness, and a lack of purpose, Gomtu wishes to die in the supernova. Elbrun requests to be beamed aboard the creature, but Captain Picard is cautious of this action. When a second warbird arrives, Picard lets Elbrun transport to Gomtu along with Data to help procure the ship. Elbrun is initially overwhelmed by Gomtu, but eventually comes to identify himself with the ship. With the supernova eminent, the elated Elbrun informs Data he will stay with Gomtu, believing it is truly where he belongs. Moments before the star of the supernova... The start of the supernova, Gumtu creates another energy wave that sends the Enterprise and the Warbirds spinning out of the star system in separate directions before they are caught in the Nova Blast. As the Enterprise regains control, they find Data aboard the bridge, who reports what happened aboard Gumtu. When Data discusses the events with Troy, Data comes to realize that, like Elbron with Gumtu, the Enterprise is where he belongs. And so ends the Tin Man.
1: Oh, sorry, I fell asleep. Yeah. What a What an episode.
0: What an episode. What an interesting mess. It was it was really something. Now I'd like to hear what you loved about it, Daniel.
1: I love Harry Groner so much. He's fantastic. He's an absolute delight in everything he does. Theater man classically trained dancer, just incredible all-around performer. He is so good. And I need to find out who he played in Crazy for You, but he's in the original cast. I think he was... If you say he was in the Cowboy Trio, I'm going to lose my shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I I think he played Bobby. Really?
1: That would make sense. A little old could have already been 40. So? That's a thousand, Cameron. Not when you're on stage. If, if 2005 is still the 90s, then 40 is a thousand. <laughs> you can't have both of those arguments. They are separate. No, I'm just saying your hyperbole is not more ridiculous than my hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I will show you my presentation.
1: It better be in the latest version of PowerPoint. I want that to say PPTX in the file title.
0: I don't use PowerPoint. Microsoft can go fuck itself.
1: But I thought you were, like, staunchly anti-Mac. I am. So, what are you running there, Linux? Yep. No, you're not. <laughs> you lying sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just all about platitudes. You, you can't second. back up tonight, aren't you?
0: Wow. It was also Monkey Strap and Cats and uh, George. He was the replacement George and Sunday in the Park with George. But yeah, he was Bobby and Crazy for you. Really? Good yep. for him. So he's a tapping fool.
1: Let me give you the lowdown.
0: I'm crazy for you. Tap, tap, <laughs> tap. What else did you love?
1: Uh, O'Brien was back. He was. <laughs> for one shot. Um, For
0: one fucking shot. But yes, he was.
1: I liked seeing another Betazoid. That made them seem... Well, I loved it and I hated it. Because it was interesting to see like a fully-fledged psychic... But also just made Deanna seem that much more useless by comparison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had some, some Romulans. We did. And, and we uh, had and we had some, a fun explosion. Yeah, some cool space combat there for a minute. And then uh, you know, it ended with them getting queued back across space. <laughs> We're going to make the Enterprise spin in circles. That's the Q maneuver.
0: It is the Q maneuver. (laughs) Right.
1: But horizontal circles, not vertical. Riker can't handle it. He'll throw up (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) Uh, And that is not coming out of that carpet.
0: No. Uh,
1: (laughs) It's weird how obsessed they were with carpet, considering the Roomba hadn't been invented yet. I know. The ultimate luxury. Everything is carpet. <laughs> oh, I mean, your whole house feels like an uncomfortable brush. <laughs> <laughs> you ever wanted to roll around inside of a sock, wall-to-wall carpeting?
0: <laughs> I mean, it was the 80s.
1: Everybody was just coked out? Is that well, all? but,
0: I mean, like, Every suburban house that was built in the 80s uh, is wall to wall carpet.
1: Carpeting. It's just a gross.
0: Yep. Not only carpet does it look like shit. Carpet in bathrooms.
1: That I will just never. Carpet in bathrooms.
0: I know. Shit carpet.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the name of my one man show, Dan, is shit carpet and fat crackers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mostly just about uh, construction foibles and uh, the history of masturbation prevention in this country. <laughs> this is actually pretty informative, if a little disjointed.
0: <laughs> is that what I is that what I sound like to you?
1: <laughs> no, 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 that's that's the reviewer. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I don't think uh, I don't think either of us wants us to do an imitation of each other.
0: <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. Let's not yeah. do that. You've until you've, the heard, last episode. you've heard
1: my imitations of. People I respect. Imagine what my <laughs> invitation of you would sound like. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's because you love me and not just respect me.
1: This is true. Also, I can't make myself sound bald. I've tried for years.
0: I know. It's It's a, it's a special thing. Mm-hmm. Your head just becomes more... I, I think I'm having a stroke. It's all over. COVID got me. This is our last episode. Aw. Um, resonant. That's what I was looking for.
1: I was going to say, that's like your number one favorite word. You use it for everything.
0: Resonance. Yes, you're right.
1: What did you love about this middling pile of okayness? This
0: middling pile of mediocrity. I I liked the same things you did. Um, I also, I mean, I enjoyed Troy in this episode. I did. I enjoy her in most episodes. I, I do. The further along you get, the more you'll, the more you'll understand. Um. I enjoyed meeting a prodigy. I enjoyed prodigy. A prodigy. Yep, that's the word I was looking for. I was like,
1: whose son is he?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I quit. Oh, God.
1: Words are hard. You won't have to see me for a week. (laughs) It's not you. Oh, don't. I've gotten that enough times.
0: (laughs) It's not you. It's me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That means it's it's especially me. (laughs) That means it's like double extra me. (laughs) Ugh, I don't remember. (laughs) I <laughs> don't remember what you liked about this episode? <laughs> I don't
0: remember anything, Dan. I don't know who I am anymore. Um, you're
1: 24601. We've been over this. That's why I'm <laughs> chasing you.
0: 24601! Okay, still got it. Yep, you're right. You're right.
1: Any excuse.
0: <laughs> oh, I remember when Joy used to feel like something. I enjoyed Data in this episode. I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the plot. I thought that Betazoid clothing was fascinating. Um, I actually really enjoyed the design of the Tin Man,
1: except for the inside. Oh, yeah. It looks looks great on the outside. It's like me. The outside's incredible, (laughs) and the inside is terrifying.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Um, And I always enjoy the Romulans coming back. Um, I like that we got to see Still a supernova. In the
1: identical terrible outfits. Of course. That's not gonna change. Our moms made these for us.
0: <laughs> um I, I loved getting to see the supernova. And I actually really loved all of Gomtu's effects too. I thought they were I thought they were really nice. But that's about it.
1: Well, Cameron, why don't you start the shit parade? <laughs> I,
0: ugh. Even with the brilliant performances, it was just so plodding.
1: Oh my god. It was it was hard to get through. I was like, how much is left? How is this still the same episode? The next one's a holodeck episode, and I'm looking forward to it after this.
0: <laughs> yep. It's a good one, though. Um, but, yeah, I... Ugh, my God. And, like, it did pick up toward the end, but it was just... It was so plodding, and I just... Ugh. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so suddenly drained of energy and fucks, is because this episode so... It was, was a so, draining
1: episode. It was just... So draining. Ugh. They couldn't even have any real combat. It was just like, ah, fly by from the Romulans. And now they're dead. I wonder,
0: yeah, if they just, you know, embedded some actual psychic phenomena in this episode.
1: Yeah, that would have been better. Especially if he'd, like, done some, I don't know, some just trying to fuck with people or, like, if he'd had an exterior motive. As of now, it's just, like, a really, it's like a worse version of Free Willy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really was a much worse version of Free Willy. (laughs) Oh, man, I haven't
1: thought about that song in probably eight years.
0: My wife has it on her phone. Like, she just downloaded it recently, and I was like, what the fuck? Because I sang, my sister and I sang it at church.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God it's the most superfluously
0: key changey song in the history of mankind it five. just
1: keeps going
0: five key changes and the gospel choir by the end is going ho oh, too
1: high oh.
0: anyway i mean it's a masterpiece
1: <laughs> it's something
0: <laughs> just like this episode it's something
1: What else did you hate?
0: I. I mean, that was basically it. It was nice hanging out with my, with my beloved characters, but it just I. I'm not gonna lie. I usually skip this one, and it's. It's for, through no fault of any of the performers. It's just. It's
1: it's not atrocious television. It's not no. unwatchable. It's just it's just. There's, it takes so long to get there, and then the payoff is like, uh, "I'm gonna stay with the ship. We are lovers now." <laughs> like basically, the Romulans never feel like a real threat. Um, it's fine, you know. It's they can't all be winners. It's not bad, but it's just not.
0: It's not exceptional. And we've had a I mean, if we had been watching several episodes of the original series in a row in season three and this came up, it would seem like a gem. But because we had so many great episodes in a row, it just it feels like a bummer,
1: yeah, it feels it feels much more original series like it really does, especially because original series did so many like last of its kinds and end of a civilization and, and
0: one spot guest stops. Yep. One stop guest spots. That's what I meant to say.
1: One guest hot spots. I mean, it is
0: nice to see a dude go native. That's nice.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I love the ship now.
1: It made me a chair. No one's ever made me a chair. And <laughs> <laughs> you should rising see rising out of itself. Like, oh god, it was <laughs> that was so gross. The whole inside of the ship is just disgusting. It's slimy. It's strange. It reminded me of the space whales from the episode of Doctor Who with like New Britain um, or New London. It's like this city floating through space with the whales that are being enslaved that are carrying it. And the doctor frees the the space whales, but they still carry the city. but now they can sing, and it's, it's beautiful. It's a great episode. Kind of reminded me of that, but without any catharsis or payoff. It was just like, well, it made me a chair. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you should
0: see what the chair does after I sit down. That's why I'm staying.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mental stimulation. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just an, uh, it like the exchanges with data are great, but then it's just kind of uncomfortable for the whole last 20 minutes it's just kind of like truly just going to watch this guy have a migraine yep and then save willie and then go inside of willie <laughs>
0: and then stay Be with willie <laughs> yeah yep basically <laughs> i mean yeah i didn't even i didn't even give a shit about the hood i yeah it was just like
1: Yeah, I thought she'd be all about the design of the hood. I mean, we've seen it before. It's fine. Oh, wow.
0: It's an Excelsior-class ship. What do you want? That's old news now.
1: A (laughs) Samantha-class? No, that's me. I guess we'll do quotes?
0: (laughs) I guess we will. You said in the transporter room that you could not read my mind.
1: True enough. But I think I understand you pretty well. It It worries you that I can't read your mind?
0: Perhaps there is nothing to read. Nothing more than mechanisms and algorithmic
1: responses. Perhaps you're just different. That's not a sin, you know. Though you may have heard otherwise. I
0: witnessed something remarkable. Individually, they were both so...
1: Wounded. Isolated.
0: Yes, but no longer. Through joining, they have both been healed. Grief has been transmuted to joy. Loneliness to belonging.
1: Beta you do understand.
0: Yes, Counselor. When Tin Man returned me to the Enterprise, I realized this is where I belong. Aww.
1: You are my friend. <laughs> Beautiful creatures, the Chandrans. Mind their minds are glacial. They have a lovely three-day ritual for saying hello. It's like the ants. I knew these trees. (laughs) Being first at any cost is not always the point. All my life I've waited for this. A chance to find peace. Finally, all the voices are silent. Only Tin Man speaks to me now. Don't you see, Data? This is where I belong. Having to get to know someone. Just once, has its appeal. Captain, may I come with you to greet Tam? You know him. I do. He was at the university on Beta Z when I was studying psychology there. Oh, I see. He was a colleague of yours. No. He was a patient. <laughs> Chaos! <laughs> All right, all right, I should have brought the Romulans earlier, but I was distracted. And no, Billy boy, I wasn't distracted on Garusta. If Darnson had listened to me, no one would have died. No? Well, I don't care whether you believe me or not. It seems you woke. Your tin man. Dorothy.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Carey.
1: Him calling Riker Billy Boy, I also forgot was amazing. <laughs> he had a, he also called D at a D. Yeah. Yeah, I liked his <laughs> Billy Boy. <laughs> Only Daddy Riker calls me Billy Boy.
0: <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Riker. I'm Daddy, Daddy Riker.
1: Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Daddy, Daddy Riker. Daddy, Daddy, Riker. Daddy, Daddy, Riker. We love you. And our Daddy, Daddy, Riker. Daddy... <laughs> no? No Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Okay. It
0: was never my favorite. Although I did love uh, bobbing along on the bottom of the beautiful briny sea. What? A chance All right. to get to Mary drink. Poppins
1: is a hit. <laughs> Let's get Dick Van Dyke and put him in a flying car. <laughs>
0: With Angela <What>? Lansbury. <laughs>
1: You know who's hot
0: <laughs> Angela
1: Lansbury.
0: I mean, he's not wrong.
1: And it's uh Sally Ann Howes, not uh not Angela Lansbury. She's not in it. In Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
0: Oh, I'm thinking of, of bed knobs and yep, broomsticks. Yep, I'm thinking of bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. well now that we're royally distracted um how many
1: spontaneous flesh chairs <laughs> do it uh. do it
0: <laughs> i mean i have to now how many spontaneous? he's
1: inside the ship guys and a chair just forms out of the innards of this creature it is fucking weird yeah
0: it is pretty horrifying how many spontaneous yeah. flesh chairs would you give this episode, Dan?
1: I'd give it two point four.
0: <laughs> You're an ass. I was gonna give it two point five. I mean, it is just right, right down the middle, run of your mill average,
1: and that's that's fine. There were still things to enjoy. Yeah, and you know we'll be back with a, a holodeck episode. We sure so will. That's- something
0: (laughs) oh well we have loved it hated it quoted it and rated it so that just leaves one last thing for us to do and that's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week but to make it so and for Dan
1: to say engage sorry keep on (laughs) tracking. to talk about this psychic clusterfuck nope I don't yeah me neither
0: I mean it was fine I do enjoy the living spaceship trope
1: even with its terrifying hellraiser chair yep (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) if it had been anyone other than data they would have vomited
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right well, and, like, what else does the chair mold you to? Like, does it I absorb don't. nutrients Mm-mm. from you?
1: It's going to make a bed for you. It's going to mold a shower <laughs> for you. I'm like, I don't like how this thing's rearranging its internal organs for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, On start, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am such a mess today.
1: Today, yes.
0: <laughs> All day, every day. Barely holding it together.
1: Woo! The <laughs> world's better with you in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Don't be sad, our brains are broken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From uh, the worst ex- musical ever: Don't kill yourself! Exclamation <laughs> <laughs> mark
0: no it's don't kill yourself semicolon the musical (laughs) exclamation point
1: it sounds like an after-school special but it's so much harder to sit through
0: (laughs) maybe that should be our first project don't kill yourself the musical (laughs) oh god i mean we just got our first sample of lyrics and i'm in i am so in (laughs) don't be
1: sad our brains are broken Yeah, Troy does. Troy does seem like a bad '90s X Men, like Jubilee or something, where you're like, "Oh, you're how, you're on the team how too? How dare you!" She
0: is. She is a beta level mutant. Her whole
1: mutant. thing is, "Let's go to the mall." Remember when they turned her into a vampire, and even that couldn't make her interesting?
0: <laughs> well, the problem was, is they never let her explore her powers. She was always like, just
1: sparkles. <laughs>
0: Pew pew, sparkles and it's like that's not what her powers do that's just what they let her do
1: and, and there was one who was covered in blue hair and and there was one who could lift things with her mind and and one with claws and there was one that i think was holding sparklers
0: and then there was another guy who, sp- who made cards sparkle, but he was cool for some reason.
1: He made them blow up, Cameron. <laughs> and he had a Cajun accent. Them. And a staff. He made them sparkle. And you know he <laughs> fucked everyone. Gambit is a r- way bigger influence on how I turned out than I care to admit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and now, fighting stereotypes with a bunch of stereotypes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't cool. I'm just saying I blame the writers for Jubilee's fate, not not
1: her. It's not her fault. She's a fictional character. Of course you can't blame her, Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. She's super lame. She's always been written lame because Jubilee is lame. I will go on record.
0: She has been written lame. I mean, but like, you know. She's never been written cool,
1: though. There's like, there's nothing to defend here. It's like, well, remember that one time when she was amazing? No, no one does. (laughs) Jubilee sucks. A Secret Weapon Production.